Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangroofern.com He is known to be a stand-up comedian, podcaster, writer, and improviser. As a comedian, he performed all over the world as well as on iFlix. His two podcasts, being the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and the Class Clown Podcast with Chino Liao, are part of the Podcast Network Asia. I am honored to welcome Chino Liao. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Eka. It's great to meet you. Thank you for having me on here. Thank you for having me on here, uh, Pod Fiesta. First of all, what an honor it is for me to be part of these uh, speakers, these incredible speakers talking about such profound things. And I'm just going to talk to you guys about how to be funny. So <laughs> I'm not really not really used, uh, used to this scenario, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll figure out things as you go along. So like they said, my name is Chino Leao. First of all, again, a thanks to, to Miko and the rest of the Pod Fiesta team for having me on here. Thank you so much. So yeah, comedy, podcast. Uh, I prepared a little slideshow to um, get people in the uh, podcasting spirit. So let's me pull it up on here. And... Yeah, there we go. All right. Okay. Getting used to technology. There is always a learning curve. Are you guys seeing what I'm seeing? There we go. All right. Figured it out. Only killed two minutes. Let's go. Back a bit to the very start. There we go. So, hi again. My name is Chino Liao, and I am supposed to talk about humor and uh, comedy in podcasting. Um, but before we get ahead of ourselves, what is, is humor, essentially? And <laughs> Oh, it's not that. Sorry, I just got this template off the internet. So there's going to be a lot of things that don't make sense. But <laughs> humor is essentially this defined in the dictionary, right? It's the quality of being amusing or comic, especially in literature or speech. It's it's a mood or a state of mind. Um, and these are the things that we're trying to focus on here, this, especially this second one. Uh, but what exactly does that mean? Who am I? I am Chinalia. Again, this is just from the internet. I forgot to release that part. But I'm a stand-up comedian. I started in 2008. I am also an improviser. I started in 2012. I have performed all over the world. And I started podcasting in 2020. 
uh, as a response to this pandemic. So basically, everything written on here is a mistake. And essentially, the reason I um doing this is because I feel like podcasting and comedy are like the perfect combination because they intersect in such a way that comedians can talk about any topic out there and it still makes sense and it adds levity to the situation because as comedians, we're all about expressing the truth of a situation, you know, whether it be our own truths or in the case of improv, the truth of the scene. So there are different ways that we can go about explaining this, which again, I will tackle after as we go along. So why do you need to be funny? Like I said, you need humor to add levity to a situation. In my podcast, the Class Clown podcast, I go out of my own comfort zone to talk to people from different walks of life, whether they be scientists, uh, math teachers, business people, religious people. Uh, I, I talk to them about what makes their world move and why they got into their line of work. I've spoken with soldiers. I've spoken uh, with sneakerheads, just basically every single person under the, under the sun and the reason I did that is because I wanted to learn more about their world. I wanted to know what they got into, what they do. And I wanted to be funny at the same time. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I wasn't a comedian in the first place. And I feel like it's applicable to everywhere else uh, on the globe. There are a lot of podcasts out there that have stand-up comedians or comedians, but aren't necessarily a comedy podcast. They don't use necessarily do the podcast because uh, it's a way for them to perform. Because nowadays, uh, as pod, as comedians, we are probably one of the hardest uh, crafts hit uh, in the world because we feed off audiences and we feed off reactions and laughter and we don't get to do that anymore you know, because of the way things are. So podcasting has allowed a lot of us to explore that avenue and to, in fact, even go deeper than all of that. With comedy, you have a point of view. That's the thing that you try to express whenever you do stand-up, whenever you perform improv. There is always an angle or approach that people take, and it's developed through your comedic voice. Now, to get there, you have attitudes. And these are just basic joke uh, lessons here. I'm not going to teach people how to create jokes on the spot here because it's not what it's about. But essentially, your points of view come from the five, the four attitudes uh, from Judy Carter's book, the stand-up comedy Bible, or the comedy Bible. The first one is angry. The, you know how whenever a comedian says, you know what I hate? You know what really gets my goat? That's the one attitude. Another one is weird. You know what's strange? You know what I find weird? That's another attitude. Funny is, you know what's funny? You know what makes me laugh? And then fourth is love. You know what I love? You know what really gets me going? These are the ways comedians get to express themselves and set the mood for the coming joke. And it's through these attitudes that you get to know a comedian on stage. You get to know what they're about. 
And essentially, when you have this same attitude, you bring it over to the podcasting side of things because you express what you love. You express how you hate what you find weird. And you, and, and for my case, at least, I try to learn more about it. A comedic point of view allows us to relate to things from a different angle. Exactly what I just said. I don't know whose hand that is. But let's go deeper into the point of view by talking about the theory of benign violation. This is why things are funny to people. Okay, This is from the book The Humor Code by Peter McGraw. So Peter McGraw and Caleb Warren, they are a psycho- they are psychologists and Peter McGraw spent an entire year trying to study why stand-up comedians do stand-up, why comedy is comedy. And he essentially tried to quantify that and create a theory out of that. And he came up with the theory of benign violation. So for you to meet this theory, there are three situations that need to happen at the same time. And I am using my own joke as an example for this. So... My joke, uh, tell it on the spot, is very simple. So be warned. I am a pescatarian now. And for those of you that don't know, a pescatarian is somebody that can only eat things that swim. That's why tonight for dinner, I pushed the pig into a swimming pool because I was trying to make soup. So let's take the premise of the joke about being a pescatarian. That is the benign situation. It's normal. It happens every day. That's what they what that's what they mean when they say a situation is benign. The violation occurs when I push the pig into a swimming pool because naturally when you do that, the pig will drown. Right? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't tried. But I assume they'll drown. And hence the violation. But when it happens both at the same time in the context of a joke, then that to us is funny. That is why people laugh at the joke. Or I hope you're laughing if you're listening to this right now. In essence, what I'm trying to get at here is because we see things at such a weird angle. Like how did I even think of pushing a pig into a swimming pool? How did I write that joke? In essence, the reason that I think this way is because of comedy and it's because of this skewed way of looking at the world that I, that I allow myself to talk to people from other branches of life. I do a, a wrestling podcast as well, like where we talk about professional wrestling and it's not the easiest thing to talk about because it's a very niche market. But at the same time, because I am more open to to opportunities, because I f- see things from a different angle, doing stand-up, doing comedy for so long, I am able to approach these things in a not-so-intimidating uh, fashion. Podcasting with a sense of humor uh, allows us to relate to any topic from a different perspective. We're just reiterating the same point here. But these are some comedians with podcasts who uh, aren't all about the comedy. So for the first one, we have the last podcast on the left. It is an interesting podcast because they are essentially three comedians who talk about the macabre. They talk about murders and... and uh, and phenomenon and mysticism and all that. And it's all 
done by stand-up comedians. The second one is Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People, which is Chris Gethard's uh, podcast, Gethard's podcast. And he just talks to random strangers on the phone. He doesn't even know who these people are. And he has a sincere, intimate conversation with them for about an hour. And he doesn't get their names. He he doesn't even ask them where they live or what they do for a living. It just becomes an organic conversation. And I feel like if you were anything other than a conversationalist or a person who talks to large crowds for a living, a situation like that would be intimidating for you. In fact, this very scenario, this very podcast is why I was inspired to do the Class Clown. It's one of the reasons I started doing the Class Clown podcast. And finally, we have Unspooled, which is a movie podcast uh, where we have Paul Shear, who is a film star and comedian who does a movie reviews. He talks about movie reviews with a film critic. And yes, he is an actor, so I guess there's that background, but he's also a comedian. He didn't go to film school. He didn't study film uh, making for his, uh, as a degree, but he still is able to talk about movies in that different scenario. And it's, it's pretty funny as well. And I'll throw a fourth one on here. The BBC's uh, You're Dead to Me is a history podcast with comedians on it. Comedy and history don't often mix, but on your dead to me, they do. And it's very, very funny. I suggest you guys go out and listen to that one as well. The second aspect of this scenario is honesty. I don't know whose dad this is, but he's on there now. Uh, <laughs> researchers in Australia have related humor to a high cognitive and emotional ability, right? Uh, that it's from a Newsweek article in 2020. So basically what happens is they've found that people who have a sense of humor, have a good, healthy sense of humor, are both have higher IQs and higher EQs, emotional quotients, than people who just don't. So what I'm trying to get at here is we go back to trying to tell Authentic stories like your previous speaker says. We go back to trying to relate to people from a different aspect. You try and also get your own point of view out there. The only way you can do that is if you're honest with with the situation, is if you acknowledge the situation for what it is, and if you acknowledge the truth in yourself. Um, as an improviser, we are taught to Always, always express only the truth, okay, of yourself, of the scenario you're in, to be present and to be in the moment. And, and yes, that's honesty adjacent because if you aren't able to, to acknowledge the situation that you're in right now, you won't be able to push the scene forward. And that, in a sense, is why honesty and comedy go hand in hand. And even in podcasting, you have to do the same thing. In comedy, it allows us to express truth in a way that we can cope with the situation, with them, with with how things are, with the reality of our situation. You know, a lot of comedians who do podcasts 
do podcasts because they want to tell stories. They want to tell their stories. They want to express how they feel in the moment. And a lot of them are very successful doing it. We have Bill Burr and his Monday Morning Podcast. Who Bill Burr is a world-renowned stand-up comedian, and he just talks to people. He just he just doesn't talk to people. Sorry, he just tells people how his day's been going, what he thinks of current situations, current events that are happening, what he thinks of things in general, and it's just him being himself, being his angry, uh, loud self, and that to me is just it's incredible. You know, it's one of the reasons I thought of being a stand-up comedian in the first place. Another good example is Mark Maron's WTF podcast that's been around for quite some time. Um, Mark Maron is a stand-up comedian as well. And he has sincere conversations with people. Uh, but at the beginning of the episode, he just talks to people about his day, about how his life's been going. He talks to people about his cats and doesn't really care if people care about cats, but that's just part of his appeal. That's just part of his market. And because he's been doing it for so long, I guess he's figured out, figured out that it's actually been working in his favor. So there are a lot of other examples out there. There's, there are your Rogans, of course. There are other podcasts out there. You don't need me to tell you about them, but these are just the two strongest examples I can think of in the moment. Truth is the basis of all comedy. We keep going back to this point because it is actually, uh, ironically, the truth. <laughs> you have to acknowledge the truth of the situation. When I said I was a pescatarian, I really was a pescatarian. I tried that out for a good spell and then I found bacon. But the whole trying to acknowledge truth, trying to tell the truth of the situation in that moment is important, especially when you are talking to another person at the opposite end of the mic, you know, uh, not the opposite end of the mic, because that's a chord, but, the, you know, the other mic. Uh, when you are talking to them in a podcast setting, you are actually getting to know why they got into the industry that they are in. And this season of The Class Cloud, I got to talking to people from a uh, who a uh, person who is a renowned feng shui expert. And he predicted that 2020 would be the best year possible. He was known all over Manila for saying that. And people just jumped down his throat because 2020 wasn't the best year uh, possible. And I had the cojones to ask him why he said that. And he answered me in a sincere fashion. And if I wasn't able to phrase that question in such a light uh, and brief manner, instead of just straight out attacking him for his beliefs, then things would be very different. And I may not have gotten that interview in the first place. So there's uh, there's merit in trying to be honest in in, in Bring some form of yourself on the show. People are attracted to you. You are, you, if you are open to the situation and if you are able to present yourself in, in such a fashion, then people will listen. And that all starts with, of course, being honest. 
sense of humor breaks down barriers and disarms heated arguments. Now, I have, haven't had the, the pleasure, shall we say, of having, uh, rude guests on my podcast. However, there have been times where I have been in heated situations and I've used my sense of humor, my levity, my comedic timing to get myself out of that. Comedians encounter hecklers all the time and they are hand, they are handled in so many different ways. And being in that heated conflict in that moment, talking to people, trying to make them laugh and have somebody try and disrupt their job is just something that is very uh, difficult. This guy, uh, I don't know if he's a heckler or not. He's smiling, so he's there. But uh, in essence, what I'm trying to get at here is when you talk to another person and you try to get into their mind and you try to break down why they got into their line of work, as in my case, in my own podcast, The Class Cloud, I am able to get to their core without being so abrasive, without being so so upfront, without being so obtuse. You know, I am able to understand why they became a lawyer or a doctor or, you know, we have blue collar guests there. I just can't, a chef. There we go. We have, I have, I've guested chefs and I've guessed, I've guessed that uh, lay people, priests, uh, people of the cloth. And I've talked to them about why they got into their own line of work. And I don't think I would have been able to do that without being funny, without having that experience to draw back on. In fact, any aspect of my life has been so immensely influenced by being a stand-up comedian that I don't think I would have been able to do anything if I wasn't a comedian. You know, that's how involved my life has already been in this industry. Finally, as a closing note, comedy is a great foundation. We've learned about why people are funny. We've learned about how to be funny, you know. And I feel like if you add that levity, that element into your podcasting when you have something to laugh about, you will just feel two hours go by so instantly. You know, you you have something that just passes the time. And personally, for me, I don't like listening to lectures. So whenever I feel like something gets a little too serious, I zone out immediately. It just, I just pass out, pass out right then and there. But when it's something light, something that can pass the time, it aids my work. It keeps things breezy. It allows me to carry on with the rest of my day. And I feel like comedy is a great way to express yourself in that manner. Is comedy hard? Sure. It's hard. Anything you really want to learn is hard. Right? Like even riding a bike. If you don't, I don't know how to ride a bike and it scares the hell out of me. So I feel like everything is hard, but with a little patience, with a little understanding, with a little know how, 
There are resources out there that can help you find your own definition of funny. So that's essentially what I'm trying to get at. What is your definition of humor? I think that's the last slide that I have. Uh, thank you guys for listening to me in this moment. Uh, I, like I said, I wasn't going to take up the whole 30 minutes, but thank you again for having me on here. Thank you so much, Gino. Thank you so much for sharing with us your story and what is it like to be a um, a podcaster that focuses on comedy. I have one question lang, no? I'm just well, curious. Um, any, uh, what, what are the different uh, challenges or struggles like in, in creating a content that's focused on comedy? Uh, well, first of all, it has to be funny, naturally. But again, mm-hmm. other than that, it also has to be evergreen, I guess. It has to last a long time because the shelf life for current events nowadays is very short. Uh, things are just happening so quickly now that mm-hmm. people don't have time to digest situations anymore. Like COVID one minute and then a natural disaster the next and then something political right after that. And so when you try to be a comedian, you try to talk about these things so rapidly that you don't even have time to see if the joke actually works or not. So you just go, go, go. And by the time you get it right, the event is over, people have forgotten about it, and you have to move on to the next thing. So, the in essence, trying to be evergreen, trying to tell humor that lasts a long time, trying to talk about things that everybody grew up with, you know, is, is one of the challenges of people getting into uh, comedy podcasting and comedy in general. Okay. At least now I know. So um, thank you so much, Chino, for that presentation once again. Guys, if you have questions for Chino, you may go to Hopin platform, go to the question and answer session and connect with him and ask him a few questions if you want to. Thank you so much once again. Thank you. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com